podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and today I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Muldoon for a wander round paradise. Paul, you and I made our debut here four years ago. Yep. Tell us a wee bit about that. Well, about the end of the season, uh, 2019, I'd been contacted by our friends at the Foundation and they'd asked me if I'd like to take part on a play on the park. And at 46 years of age, <laughs> I finally, my dream came through and I got the opportunity to play on the park with yourself and quite a few other people that evening. It was tremendous, wasn't it? Absolutely. It really was. I mean, Absolutely. it's like you see a dream come true, not even something you would ever expect to happen to you, but it did that night. But it was for a good cause, I remember that, and every goal there was money given to charity. And we're going to be talking about another great cause later on in the Wandering Paradise that you're involved in. But you know what? There's been quite a lot happening over the last week, Paul. Yeah. And going into yesterday's game, we spoke loads all through the week about team selection, shape, yep. you know, how we were going to combat any kind of threat that Rangers might have had. We came through that game, won nothing now, Paul. It wasn't a vintage performance, but I tell you what, it was a proper team performance, wasn't it? Absolutely. If you, if you look back through last week, you're on social media, you get all this negative stuff on social media about how Celtic probably shouldn't even bother turning up. They turned up yesterday, and that was a team of lines we had on the park yesterday. You know, Brennan was talking about, um, he says to the boys, you know, I need my men out there today. And then he was speaking about Warriors after the game. Yep. You just know that Brendan Rodgers going into a game like that, um, also speaking about, I know how to win. I'm going to tell my players yep. how to win. Yep. That he can motivate a team. He can get the absolute maximum out of individuals. And I want to start with Liam Scales. Because, you know, throughout the entire season, we've been speaking about it on Axon. Liam Scales, his fifth or sixth choice, he was asked to step up yesterday, Paul, and he did, didn't he? Absolutely. Comes into that game yesterday with all that sort of, all the doubters on social media, comes in, comes into that game yesterday, comes off the park yesterday, man of the match, not put a foot wrong. At the start of the game yesterday, there was obviously the disallowed goal, and I think after that, that just it took composure after that and just settled into the game. What a performance he had. It was brilliant, and you know what? I think he's changed a lot of people's minds about his uh, future at Celtic Park. Now, you mentioned a disallowed goal. There was a couple yesterday for Rangers, one in particular that they're still mourning about, Paul, and I've watched all the replays and I've heard all the ex-referees talking about it. What was your thoughts? My thoughts were the that happening at first was we're 1-0 down and then when you when you start to see the television replays back you think well that's that's not a goal because that's a foul on the defender there's been a lot of negative uh, press about VAR over the last year or so well yesterday VAR done its job because there's many times as as a young kid being at Ibrox and not getting not getting decisions. Yesterday VAR comes in and there's two two goal related decisions and they got it right. 
you know, going into that game, we had a, a wee joke about uh, Big Stubbsy's comments, you know, he was talking yep. about, in an unrelated show, he was talking about a decision that wasn't given to Celtic, and we were kind of theorising which decision was it. There was that many of them, Paul, but we think it might have been Stefan Mahe when Andre Kincelskis took him out right in front of the ref, he didn't get the penalty kick, and uh, we actually said after the game, man of the match, Alan Stubbs, because it brought back into view that these decisions have been getting made wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what happened? Paul, right? It goes to VAR, they make the correct decision based on the evidence in front of them, yet they still feel hard done by because they're so used to the decisions going forward. Yeah. And there was a meltdown all night last night, and that wasn't just on social media, that was on mainstream media yeah. as well. So, Paul, the first time I met you, we were at Celtic Park, and it was a great charity initiative. You and I obviously uh, got a wee game at Celtic Park, yeah. and that was great fun, but there was loads of cash raised. And uh, recently, you've been raising cash. Tell us all about your initiative. Yeah, and so the current initiative is the, the project called The Road to Seville, which effectively was 33 cyclists cycling from Celtic Park to Seville to celebrate that team getting to Seville in 2003, promoting the awareness of the foundation and raising funds for the foundation. So that's, that's been the main project. I've been involved in it in and around that now for a while. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to cycle in May due to, due to a chronic injury. And in recent weeks, I've been feeling a bit better uh, with the support of the doctors and support of the physio. I've got, I've got an idea to help make me better, which is to cycle from Celtic Park virtually to Seville, making over uh, 1,000 miles, 1,050 miles and close to 60,000 feet of climbing. I'll do that virtually on a smart trainer at home. And the, the objective of doing that, is, as well as um, giving myself um, something to focus on and to try and rehabilitate um, the injuries I have, uh, we have an opportunity to raise more money for the foundation, which, which is, which is key to the this Road to Seville uh, project. The project I've launched just as a wee name tag off the back of that, just to give a bit of fresh content, is Moldy Goes to Seville. So, so we're hoping with that we can continue to increase uh, the funds that we raise for the foundation. Brilliant. Give us a, a current total, Paul. How much have you raised? We're just over 100,000. The Road to Seville project has raised just over 100,000. That's incredible. And we're going to have the link, obviously, underneath the video yep. as well yep. for donations to come in. Paul, fantastic. Yep. Well done. So, Paul, VAR worked for Celtic yesterday. Yep. It was the right decision, yep. no doubt about it. But I'll tell you, when I watched that game back, I'm looking at the key areas where we won and lost the match and I think we won the midfield battle and that was absolutely pivotal to the victory. How good was McGregor and O'Reilly yesterday? Absolutely. The people were talking about the game yesterday in the previous games. McGregor seemed to be kind of boxed in a little bit. Yesterday he seemed to have the freedom to yeah. just control and, and, and pull the levers. And, and O'Reilly, I think this year, he, he just seems to have taken it to another level. You know, when I think about O'Reilly, I put him in the same category, and I've said this a few times, as Abada. 
and Hatati in that I think Rogers can take him to that next yeah. level. We're seeing it last week. You know he missed a few chances against St John's Paul. That'll all come. But I just felt that uh, about 65 minutes in, I thought to myself, he'd put in such a shift, he's bound to get taken off. And last season, I think he probably would. Yeah. But he was he was on the part for the 90 odd minutes, yeah. and he done the job. And I think another thing we need to speak about is you know that bit of quality in the final third that changes a 0-0 draw yeah. into a win. And that quality, of course, is Kugel Absolutely. What a finish. We seen that yesterday. That that's the difference between the two teams in the park yesterday. Uh, towards the end of the second half, there was the other team had a few chances. And Joe Hart had a remains performance, picking up, saving all sorts of uh, shots at him. And that was the difference between the two teams. Kyogo stepped up at the right time, and what a goal that was. Oh, it was a tremendous finish. And I know he had a few chances, but sometimes, you know, if you think about Kyogo and what he's done this season, he is the man that you can rely on to pull something out of bag when you truly need it. You mentioned Joe Hart, and I think he's coming for a lot of criticism. So much so that a lot of fans wanted a new goalkeeper to come in during the window. How did you feel the window went? Were you satisfied with the pull? I think my human nature is to always critique things and always want to improve things and make things better and if you ask me my, my view of that I would say that we could potentially uh, be looking to have more cover in the left back position Yeah. so I was disappointed in that but uh, overall we've the other position we could have looked at could have been a, sin, a centre forward position there are less Brendan's got plans on that to convert either Abada or convert Maeda I feel as if we're a little bit light in the centre forward position. Beyond that, it's difficult to comment on all these new guys. We haven't seen them play, mm-hmm. but we, we've got to trust the process, the process that, that Ange and the, the club put in place a couple of years ago. We've got to trust that process and hope that some of these exciting young wingers coming in are going to be the next Avada or the next Jota. Definitely, and one f- final point there, I was glad that Rocco Vata didn't leave the building, and I know he can play through the centre, so maybe Rodgers is looking at Vata and thinking, you know, this is a development season for you, yep. it's going to give you some game time at some point, and it may be that third choice centre forward. Big Champions League draw last week, Paul, it's always exciting, of course, yep. and we all want different teams for different reasons. Yep. Our old friends, Feyenoord, to beat us in the 1970 yes. final before our time, of course. Yeah, maybe no yours. Certainly before my time. Oh my joke. My time as well. <laughs> and uh, obviously we got Lazio, um, and I think Atletico Madrid. There's a bit of history there as yep. well. Uh, what did you make of the draw? Can we can we get through that that group? I think we can give our best shot. I think if we can get a, get the points on the board, that Celtic Park can take us back to when we. Celtic Park Fortress under the Martin and Neil Gordon Stratton Neil Lennon days but we get a good few points on the board anything's possible yeah and when it's possible you're right so seen in, in recent years that the team is not afraid to play away from home yeah you know, you're right and by the way I think we had some good results under Brennan Rogers first time round and you, you know you're right about that place it's a special place obviously you yeah. and I know what it feels yeah. like to run out the tunnel and play on that park <laughs> Paul um, one final thing I want to talk to you about is you know when Brennan Rogers came back some some fans weren't happy with that right Yeah. and you, you, you totally understand because of the nature in which he left the club yeah. he's come back into um, a job that you know I don't think he should have left at that particular point he'd done it for his own reasons how big a result yesterday uh, was that for Brendan with his relationship galvanised again with the Celtic fans I think that result yesterday's massive and I think what it does is it it sends a reminder to people that we've got a top draw manager here at Celtic Park 
and he knows how to win games and that's for me settled everyone down because the last couple of weeks we had an unfortunate performance against uh, Kilmarnock and St Johnson where during both of those games at times you're thinking we're clueless, there's no real plan here we do recognise we're in transition but yesterday, when it matters, went into that game yesterday and he showed the players how to win and for me that that alleviates some of the concerns about the manager what we've got to do is give give the process a bit of time and allow some of those new players to settle in and allow the manager to transform the team in the way he wants to play so another wandering paradise and we continue to raise funds for wee Jamie Tierney the link for Jamie's journey is underneath this particular video we have got about 80 Celtic jerseys thanks everybody for contributing to that we're going to get them signed we're going to get them auctioned and raffled off and raise some funds for wee Jamie's treatment now that was tremendous going around uh, Celtic Park today of all days with big Paul Muldoon check him out check out his charity initiative and check out a Celtic state of mind tomorrow at 12.30 Podcast Network.